Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and you know it's something that on this program we have talked a lot about the impact of this pandemic. We have talked a lot about the strain and the stress that uh, this has caused for people for more than a year now, what, 16 months almost that we've had, more than a year now. Uh, and our guests this morning are going to talk about some of the resources that are available in the Mon Valley area and also about uh, some of the response that there has been to this COVID-19 pandemic. And going forward is the need to talk about these mental health issues and how they affect folks. Christine Michaels is with uh, the National Association for National Alliance for Mental Illness. Am I saying that correct? Keystone, Pennsylvania chapter? It's the National Alliance on Mental Illness. On mental on mental illness, and it's the Keystone, Pennsylvania chapter, correct? Yes, we're the national we're the state organization for the National Alliance on Mental Illness in Pennsylvania. Uh, also on the line uh, with us is uh, Dottie Eyecatch. Who, uh, Dottie, tell folks you work with the NAMI uh, McKeesport chapter, correct? Yes, the NAMI McKeesport affiliate um, has been in existence for more than thirty years. We continue to hold monthly meetings. And we're open to family and friends of those who suffer with any form of mental illness. Um, We're a support and educational group. We work very closely with Chris at NAMI Keystone. Um, And of course, Chris will probably talk more about their resources, but we're mainly a support group. Um, And we do have a number of resources then that we can share with the folks that come to our meetings. When are your uh, meetings, Donnie, for folks who are in the McKeesport, Mon Valley, West Bifflin area? We're now meeting the first Wednesday of each month at 6 p.m. Now, we've had to relocate our meeting site for the entire existence of NAMI McKeesport affiliate, we had been meeting at Penn State McKeesport, mm-hmm. Greater Allegheny. But COVID displaced us because of their need for social distancing and opening more areas for their classroom space. So during the winter months, we've been meeting at the Drabosberg uh, American Legion site. And then last month, we resumed our open air meetings at the the little pavilion, the new pavilion that's adjacent to the McKeesport Heritage Center. And um, that's served us well. And uh, so we'll be meeting there throughout the summer. Uh, Christine Michaels, you're the CEO of NAMI uh, Keystone, Pennsylvania organization. You're... You're not a new organization, but it was originally the Southwestern Pennsylvania affiliate, correct? Am I right on that for National Alliance on Mental Illness? Okay. Tell us a little bit about what the National Alliance on Mental Illness is and what you do. 
Well, the the NAMI, the National Alliance of Mental Illness, is a is a is it's the largest uh, grassroots organization dedicated to serving families and individuals that are affect, with mental illness and affected by mental illness in the country. Um, and every state has a NAMI and it has affiliates. And in Pennsylvania, we have 30 affiliates uh, similar to what Dottie's group in, in McKeesport. And, um, and we have a national organization that's located in Arlington, Virginia. And the it, it, information and technical assistance uh, the model is national communicates through the state organizations and the state organizations then serve the affiliates in the state. What sorts of services does uh, NAMI provide to individuals? What, what's, what sorts of resources can people access through NAMI? Well, we, we, our mission is support education and advocacy. Mm-hmm. And we, um, we first, we run a daily, uh, helpline, almost uh, the affiliates, some of the affiliates in, in the state have, uh, paid staff and offices and are open nine to five. Um, and, and, and those affiliates run helplines and, um, and then we have other affiliates that are totally volunteer. Now, a helpline, if I can interrupt you for a second, a helpline is different from a crisis hotline. Yes, a helpline. We, we, um, we offer uh, information, resources, and, uh, and, and listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, and connection. We can connect people. And, and NAMI, um, I always say NAMI has like an informal network, uh, an informal like sort of buddy system. Um, we'll have somebody call with a, a particular problem um, and it can in, be centered around a particular, uh, they have a, a child that went away to college and experienced their first psychotic break. Mm-hmm. And, and they're just learned that their child has a diagnosis this is schizophrenia and we may, and, and they're devastated and we know someone, one of our members that had the same exact experience and we'll tell the person on the phone, would you like us to have someone call you that has gone through exactly the same thing? And most, most of the time they'll say, Oh yes. And, and we'll connect them. And this goes on, you know, after hours, after, you know, and there's no professional service for families like this. That this one of the things that 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 the mental health system lacks to this day. And I mean, that's one of the things that um, uh, it, it's a shame that there's there's not services like this for dedicated to families. Uh, families kind of get um, uh, I don't want to say left behind or left yeah. out, but, but they do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you give us the number for that helpline, please? Sure. Uh, our number is uh, it's 412-366-3788. That's locally. Uh, and toll free, it's 1-88-264-7972. And those are helplines. And, and what hours do those helplines operate? Uh our helpline presently is running from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. 
And it, and then if you leave a message, we will answer that message in 24 hours. But that is not. Um, a, but that's not a crisis line. What is the? So if someone is in is in a mental health crisis, or someone in their family is in a mental health crisis, um, who, who do you recommend that they call? There's I know there's the Resolve Network in West. That's who, that's who we okay. would recommend. Okay. Okay. Yes. So the. And the if some, in, excuse me. Yeah. If, I mean, if someone if someone calls our 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 helpline and is in a crisis, we can do a direct connect to resolve. Okay. And, and we have. Uh, Christine Michaels is CEO of NAMI Keystone, Pennsylvania. Also on the line with us is Dottie Eyecatch from the NAMI McKeesport chapter. We're talking about uh, Mental Health Awareness Month, which is this month of May, and some of the resources that are available to folks. Uh, Christine, I'm going to start this question with you. Is it accurate to say that almost every family is touched at some time by a mental health or, or mental illness issue? I mean, what, what, is the, what are some of the statistics? It's, it's very common. More common than people uh, realize. Yes, it's uh, one in five U.S. adults experience mental illness each year, and now after the pandemic, some experts are saying they they think that it's actually now two in five. Yeah. Um, our uh, our our national organization actually just sent us some state specific statistics yesterday, last evening, and. Uh, the, the, the numbers that I have sitting right here in front of me, 1,814,000 adults in Pennsylvania have a mental health condition. Define for me what some of those conditions might be from stress and anxiety to, you mentioned a major break that someone may have. Yes, anxiety and depression. Yeah. Depression probably being the leading diagnosis. Um uh, bipolar disorder, um, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder, uh, schizophrenia, yeah. schizoaffective disorder, um, sometimes uh, serious uh, eating disorders um, can be very, uh, with an accompanying diagnosis of depression, yeah. can be can be very serious. Um, and, uh, you know, some combinations of, of, of anxiety and depression, you know, combined disorders. Um, and then, you know, there's a variety of disorders with, with children. When, when, does, when, when does someone, you mentioned that depression is probably the most common, um, and probably almost everybody listening has experienced that at some time or another, but when does depression cross in from, cross, when, when does you know, sometimes people will say, well, you're just sad. Well, you're just whatever. When does just being sad cross into depression where it really helps to talk to a professional or to a peer? I, when it starts to interfere with your uh, basic routine life functions, when you have a change in, uh, in sleep patterns, when you have a change in uh, appetite, uh, when you have a a, a change in job performance, mm -hmm. um, uh, any, any, anything that is change, change for you. And, and the other thing is anything that is, that goes on for a period of time. Yeah. Okay. If you, it's one thing to, to have like a, a life event, maybe a job loss, mm -hmm. um, unexpected job loss and, and you become depressed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and, and, who, and that's kind of natural to, 
get down and maybe lose your appetite and maybe not be able to sleep and, and have to be stressed about it and worried. Um, and, but if that goes on for a period of time and it's impairing your ability to get up out of bed or it, it, it's you're you're stuck and you're not able to 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 go out and look for another job or uh you 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 have no interest in doing anything those those are those are signs that you probably need to seek help and talk to somebody the the helpline for nami uh keystone pennsylvania is 412-366-3788 that answers from 9 a.m to 2 p.m uh toll free statewide 1-888-264-7972 if you're on the internet you can just go to nami keystone pa.org we'll get you the website and also you can connect with other resources there we have to pause for 30 seconds when we come back let's get into this COVID 19 how that has affected everyone's mental health including mine including most of our listeners Okay. Yes. Uh, Christine Michaels is CEO of NAMI Keystone, Pennsylvania. Also on the line with us is Dottie Eyecatch from the NAMI McKeesport chapter. They've been around for 30 years. They meet the first Wednesday of the month at 6 o'clock. From the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, and Tube City Online Radio. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral. Since 1866, Strifflers has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Strifflers offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Strifflers also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at strifflers.com or call 412-678-619. Christine, uh, before we took the break, you you were mentioning that um, the national statistics are something like one in five people will experience some mental health or mental illness during the year. But there are now estimates that with the COVID-19 pandemic, which we're well over a year now, we're in the 14th or 15th month, depending on how you're counting it here in the United States, it's more like two in five. What, What sorts of mental health issues are people experiencing especially during the lockdowns, things are starting to reopen now uh, as a result of this COVID-19 pandemic. Anxiety and depression are are the leading, um, leading issues. Uh, Isolation probably too. A lot of people feeling isolated. Well, isolation uh, is the, is the cause. The trigger. Yeah. For the anxiety and depression. And, um, uh, uh, several years ago, we did a, a, an initiative at, at, at NAMI when we were NAMI Southwestern PA um, with um, with a with a drop in center for for folks that that live with mental illness. It's a consumer drop in center, and it was based on isolation and how uh, how damaging isolation is to someone who has a, has a mental illness. It's actually a comorbidity factor. Uh, it was in relationship to the idea that someone with a serious mental illness uh, dies 25 years sooner than. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that, that statistic was coming out and, and everybody was looking at it and um, there uh, it, it, an isolation is, is actually folks with a serious mental illness tend to isolate and, 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 um, and we, the study that we did was that, you know, 
folks that were coming to the drop-in center, that was the only place they went. They had little outside interaction or socialization except for coming to that, that center. Um, so it, it, so when you think about the pandemic and being locked down and not able to do anything, if you already had a mental illness, this certainly was a situation that, that you had very high risk of having it, you know, exacerbated, exacerbated by it. Yeah. So. Uh, Dottie, I catch, uh, the NAMI McKeesport chapter has been around for 30 years. You meet there at, uh, Renzi Park right now, uh, first Wednesday, at uh, 6 p.m. Um, ha- have you seen any increase in attendance, uh, at your meetings during this COVID-19 pandemic? During the COVID-19 epidemic, no. As a matter of fact, our attendance has dropped off and probably due to the restrictions concerning COVID and uh, people's apprehension in being with groups. Now, years ago, when I first started with NAMI, which was more than 20 years ago, we would have 20 plus people attending meetings. Our, Our group now is way below that. And it's unfortunate that Number one, people are either not aware of uh, the NAMI uh, organization and the respective affiliates, or uh, number two, um, the word hasn't gotten to them. Now, we try to put our information pamphlets in places such as um, McKeesport Hospital uh, has a psychiatric unit. Um, the various um, community uh, outlets, such as McKeesport Library, uh, the Heritage Center, um, perhaps some churches, individual members may take pamphlets mm-hmm. to their churches. We put a notice in the Mon Valley Independent monthly. Um, we do have an affiliate website, uh, NAMI McKeesport, that uh, our current um, president posts uh, the monthly meetings and other NAMI resources. Um, and then, of course, there's the Monoc Community Services that serve folks in the Monoc area for mental health services. Um, I think people hesitate for a number of reasons. Initially, uh, as Chris mentioned, there's confusion among family members. They, they really don't know what's going on with their loved one. It might take a while for a diagnosis. And then they really are not aware that there's support for them, too. So uh, our goal is to reach more people and hopefully um, have them attend meetings so that, you know, we can support them and help them in their um, dealing with their respective situation. Uh, NAMI also has a wonderful program called Family to Family. And I think during the COVID um, lockdown, uh, that program was probably suspended and Christine could probably talk more about that as to when uh, the family-to-family program might get up and running again. 
And when my husband and I attended it uh, many years ago, um, I think it's either a 10-week or 12-week, once-a-week um, session. And it's very impo- informative and reassuring that there is hope and um, resolve for um, the families and, and uh, their loved ones. Before we get into the to, to explaining what the family to family program is, just for, briefly, the, Dottie Eyecatch is with NAMI McKeesport, also on the line with us is Christine Michaels. She's the CEO of the NAMI Keystone, Pennsylvania organization. Uh, Dottie, the help is confidential, I'm assuming, right? I mean, this absolutely. Is, yeah. okay. Yes, absolutely. Those who attend the meeting um, have complete anonymity. Okay. What is discussed in the meeting stays in the meetings. Okay. Okay, I just I want to make sure that people that I, I'm wondering, is there any reluctance from folks to come in and t- talk about these issues? Is there still a stigma, uh, Dottie, that some people express to you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And as much as mental health has been in the public eye and domain over the last few years, it, it's still uh, such uh, an overwhelming thing to deal with uh initially and and people do feel um unfortunately that stigmatization uh, christine before we take the break tell us a little bit about the family to family uh program that uh Dottie mentioned well well first i um it wasn't suspended um, oh, okay oh, yeah the what we had to do um when the when the governor ordered the lockdown he also issued a list of essential services, and we were we were identified as an essential service, family support. So um, we we shut down our office, but we we converted everything to virtual ser- service, and um, we 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 converted all our support groups, not all, but support groups to a virtual format. And our education programs, the education programs took longer to get converted because of we had to we had to train people on how to teach online. I think that the body, you should have hope that your support group is going to grow because <laughs> I think I think that people need support just as much now as they did 30 years ago. And I think once people can everything opens back up, I think they're going to rush to come, I think, because I think they're just. Um, craving in-person contact right now. I think, and and family to family, um, you asked me to talk about that mm-hmm. and I went off. That's okay. Um, yeah, family to family is is NAMI's foundation I, uh, education program. And it's a, it, it's a, it was originally a 12-week class and I believe it's been converted down to 10 weeks. Um, and it is, it's a comprehensive um, uh, overview of, 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 a mental, of mental illness. It starts with the science um, behind a, a, a mental illness and a diagnosis. It goes through the diagnoses. It, it talks about symptoms. Uh, it, it talks about um, uh, medications. It talks about the brain. It shows, you know, we, you learn about parts of the brain, parts of the brain that are affected when someone has a mental illness. Um, 
And then it, then it goes into, um, coping skills, uh, for family members. And then it goes into, uh, communication skills. You learn about communication skills, uh, and, and then you, and empathy. Uh, you know, how to be empathetic to your individual, you know, to your son or your daughter or your, your brother or, or your spouse who, who is experiencing uh, a mental illness. And then it ends with advocacy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and usually someone who's a NAMI leader like Dottie or myself has a family member, um, which typically, you know, anybody that, that works for Nami Keystone is either a family member, a consumer, uh, who, someone who lives with, with some mental health or mental illness, or both. Well, uh, I was going to um, say, with one in five uh, uh, yeah, Americans yeah. at some point during I mean, the year, but, that's yeah. virtually everybody. That, again, that's almost everybody has been touched by this. We are, yeah. we are running short on time. Uh, let me start with you, Christine, and then we'll take it over to Dottie. What can people do? to be an advocate for uh, mental health and mental health awareness? What, what are some things that people can do, especially if they do feel that they themselves uh, would benefit from uh, treatment for a mental illness or they have a family member, for instance? What, what can people do to advocate? I think the very first thing they can do is to, is to talk about it. Hmm. I mean, is to, if, you, if, you, if you think you need help, then ask somebody for mm-hmm. it, you know, mention it to somebody. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, a friend, uh, uh, your, your, your minister, your priest, uh, if you, know, your doctor, yeah. your primary care doctor, um, it doesn't have to be a, a big, like, you know, uh, you know, call up a psychiatrist. I mean, just start talking about it to somebody. But um, I think I think family 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 doctors, for instance, um, are a lot more aware of these issues maybe than they used to be. Um, even 20 years ago. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And you can always call NAMI, yeah. you know, call, call, you know, call NAMI, call the ad in the penny saver. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a, you know, if you start talking to somebody, that's, that's the beginning. That's the first step. Um, you know, really. And Dottie, what are, what are some things, uh, that building on what Christine said that, that you would like to see people do, um, to advocate for, for mental health? Well, one thing that um, our members do um, once they start coming to the meetings, uh, anytime there is a bill up for voting, for funding, or other support for mental health, we advocate uh, calling or writing to our state legislators, and in terms of um, anything coming out of Washington, D.C., calling our local representatives, uh, sending them emails, uh, calling their Washington offices, uh, because all of this is so very important. And that includes, um, as Christine mentioned, the science behind um, treating mental illness. Uh, there's the National Institute for Mental Health. There's research going on even locally at the University of Pittsburgh, a lot of research regarding uh, mental uh, illness. Um, I would like to give uh, the phone number yes. for our, yes. 
our McKeesport affiliate. Yes, please. Which, yes, can be called at any time, 412-527-6600. And by calling that number, uh, folks can get information about our local meetings and other resources. So that's 412-527-6600, and they could be anywhere in the Mon Valley. Um, they don't have to be yes. with, just within McKeesport. Or, of course, you can go to namikeystonepa.org, and you can find your local affiliate there. Christine Michaels is the CEO of NAMI Keystone Pennsylvania, and Dottie Eyecatch is with NAMI McKeesport. Dottie, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us. Thank you, Jason. And, Christine, I know this is a very busy month for you, but thank you for making some time in your schedule to, to talk oh. with our listeners this week. No, thank you for having me. Yeah. And thank you all for listening this week to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. Tube City Online Radio. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.